Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Me and the Crew. I'm your host, Shawnee Leverett. I'd like to pause before today's show to highlight Rooted Friends Project, a 501c3 nonprofit organization transforming underrepresented children's lives. Founded by Black and Latinx individuals, they provide services, mentorship, and opportunities for a brighter future. You can learn more at www.rootedfriendsproject.com and join us in making a difference one child at a time. Today, I sit down with the remarkable sisters, Elena Finlow and Liz Silcock, all the way from Bali, Indonesia. These two are redefining aging with their dedication to CrossFit. You discover how these two sisters fell into the CrossFit world after the age of 40 and how Elena and Liz have embraced the CrossFit lifestyle to become older, fitter, and stronger, proving that age is no barrier to pursuing your dreams. Get ready to be motivated and inspired by their stories of determination and the transformative impact that CrossFit has had on their lives. If you feel it is too late for you to start a new health journey, this episode will definitely change your mind. Can you please sit back and help me welcome Liz and Elena? Good evening, ladies. My my apologies. It is morning where you are. Please say hello to our audience, please. Okay, to start with, I'm Liz, um, and I started my fitness journey um, properly, I would say, when we moved to Bali in about 10, 11 years ago. Um, I say started it, it was meaning I was more consistent with what I was doing. We had programs to follow and we had goals set at the end of it. So um, I'm 64, coming up to 65 years of age. And um, I'd say starting my journey from the age of about 38, 40, didn't really kick in uh, until the last 10, 12 years. So... Yes, here I am. <laughs> in yeah. CrossFit and moving through it the best way I can. Yeah, wow. it's never it's never too late to start because yeah, me, I'm the same yeah. as Liz. Uh, we're in our forties before we actually started just mm-hmm. walking, um, walking along the beach road, and uh, we progressed to running. And then um, once we got to Indonesia and we came uh, to Bali, we, we just found a perfect trainer. It was a, the circumstances um, were just in sync. Uh, the mm. gym was closing down. Um, we found a trainer who did functional fitness and we heard about CrossFit and mm. uh, it all came together because once we started to to see what CrossFit was all about, it was like, wow, it mm. changes. You can scale it. There's a great community to work with and mm. um, we've, we've never looked back. It's just been the, the, the making of us. It really is. And it's something that you can do every day. It's never the same. And yeah, we love it. Yeah, so. and w- once again, I'm not, not cutting you off. Like I say, th- it, it is a great story. Um, you guys know I, I've been preaching getting stronger as long as I can remember um, because life is going to happen and you want to be prepared for it when it does happen as opposed to being at the mercy of anything that happens to you. You want to be strong going in. So um, talking to them, and I, I wanted to get their story and hopefully you guys can not just relate, but be able to apply it, not just be able to apply it, but give it to others. Because if you heard them mention a minute ago, they didn't start their journey until they were in their what, late 30s, early 40s. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Well, I'd go. say late, late 40s. I tell people all the time, start preparing now, whatever shape you're in, start preparing you now and start where you are. You can't start where you're trying to go. You can't start where you used to be. Just start preparing now. And I use Miss Ernestine Shepherd 
and I think Ernestine. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, I think she's in her 80s now. Yeah, I I met her. Yeah, I met her some years ago in South Carolina. Total, total inspiration. And most people still sleep on her to this day. Um, Yeah. And what motivated her to start getting healthy and to start doing that? She made a promise to her sister. Her sister and her started working out. Her sister was more athletic. Her sister uh, did more than than what she did. And um, her sister got ill and died. And she promised her sister that she would keep that going. And that is that was always her motivation for it. So if you guys don't know about Miss Ernestine Shepard, look her up. But let's talk about you guys, which is why we are here. And let's talk about your beginning into the fitness industry. How did that start? Where, where, where did that start? Were you guys athletic as kids? Always had that vibe, but just never uh, took it to the <laughs> next step. How did that start? We were probably the complete opposite to each other. I was sort of into sports and playing netball at school and running. I'm, I'm a skinny, long-legged person. And so everyone <laughs> assumed that I could run fast. And so, you know, I just took that on board and used to run, you know, long distance, cross country, short mm-hmm. sprints. And uh, I really enjoyed it, played netball. Um, whereas Elena, you can say, complete opposite really yeah I, I was not not athletic not into sports <laughs> I used to like sunbathing on the tennis court um I just was not into it at all and I think the fact that I couldn't do it and in our school you had to be good at sports to to progress you had to you you only got coaching if you were good uh, mm-hmm. which is really a little bit silly it would have been benefit to me if I could have you know learned how to do some stuff but anyway, that it didn't happen, and uh, I'm glad it has found out. But one of the things that we didn't know anything about was the benefits of fitness. Mm. We, we didn't realize why you should be starting to just walk or you know run or do a little, just something, move, mm-hmm. keep keep doing something. And it's mm-hmm. only as we've got older that we realize these benefits. And I wish we had known earlier. Oh, if we'd have done CrossFit from you know in our 30s or 20s, wow, mm. where would we be now? But it doesn't matter. Because like you we, say, Sean, earlier when it. you just mentioned about it's not about where you're going or where you've been. It's about mm-hmm. what you're doing now, basically, moving forward right. from that. And that's exactly what we treat it as. You know, this is where we are now in our lives. It might not be as early as we'd have wanted to start, but mm-hmm. this is where we know that we've got to continue in order to do all the things that we want to do in life. The, the great things that I find about the, uh, fun- the about doing functional fitness CrossFit is... Mm-hmm. There's so many days, uh, you know, day-to-day activities that we do that we need CrossFit for. Right. You know, I, I, I have high cupboards. Well, I jump up on the stool <laughs> and move stuff around. I want to get my suitcases down. Uh, we want to move the plants in the garden. There's just so many things that we need to be fit for. Right. You know. Ah, you know what? Ah, oh, man, I've, I've, never heard, uh, I've never heard it put that way. That is a great analogy. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Talk, yeah, talk so about true. the connection that you guys have and how you guys are able to motivate each other. Oh, I Liz is so dedicated. She's she when she when she's doing anything regarding fitness, she researches mm-hmm. it. She finds out the the way to do it from multiple people, um, and she pushes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to do it, but. <laughs> I, I do it because I know it's worked in the past. So, okay, I'll right. keep going along with her. And and she really, really, she does push me and I'm thankful for it because it's just worked out. And so we've got to the stage now, whereas if Liz says it, well, we're going to do it. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, we'd like two peas in a pod, basically. 
Elena okay. does push me just as much as I push her. We work okay. well together and we work as a team. And I know her limitations and she knows mine. And we're able to work that around the, uh, you know, the training that we do together. Would you guys say the benefits of your support system plays a big part in you guys being motivated daily? Oh, definitely. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, so I'd say I'm an extremely shy person. Um, okay. But working with Elena, you know, mm-hmm. she says, right, we'll do this or we'll do that. You know, she says I, I'm the one that, you know, motivates her. She okay. is the one, is always been the leader in our family, basically. And um, whatever she says, we always join in and go along. You know, I might do all the detail and look into it a bit more and work out the best way. But she's the one who always, you know, puts the ideas in our head as to what we're going to do. And so, you know, that helps in us being able to, to train and work together as best wow. we do. So it motivates okay, now, now, each other. Now, who's older? Which one's older and by how much? Uh, I'm, uh, it's Elena. I'm 67. Um, I'm 64. So there's three years between the two of us. You guys are babies. (laughs) (laughs) Guys are babies. Stop. And and it's lifestyle, right? Now talk talk about the benefits of being fit and maintain and how fitness helps you maintain your lifestyle. Um, For me, one of the things that I really like about being fit is it's like an inner secret. And you mm-hmm. feel strong, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you just know you can do it. It doesn't matter what is thrown at you, you know, yeah, sure, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Um, so it gives you that inner strength. I mean, you know, when you're a young kid, it was like, you know, put your heels on, put your makeup and all, mm-hmm. all outside attributes, which really don't do anything for you. And whereas <laughs> now, uh, you know, you walk around literally feeling, you know, I can, like the, an example, uh, being in Europe, uh, you know, before COVID it would have been, um, and you're on the train and, you know, these old people get on. And you mm. literally help them with the suitcase. You know, you get the suitcases lifted up and they look at you sort of, oh, are you okay? You can do that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we can do anything. It, it yeah. just gives you such confidence. Yeah, um, right. you know, not to strut yourself or anything, but you you feel like yeah, yeah, no, you got it. You can it's do true. It. It, it's true, and the thing is, you've earned that. And it, it's it's not being cocky. It's not it's not being arrogant. You know what? I'm ready for this. And yes. that, I, you know, I, I tell people that all the time. I'm 56. I'll be 57 on my next birthday. The best part about what I do is my lifestyle. Um, like I, I told you guys about the car accident. I've had yeah. multiple other things that have gone on. And surgeons or doctors or whoever was involved in the process of helping me heal will let you know if I had not been in the shape I was in, it would not have been good for me. Um, yeah, and it didn't. Right. It didn't prevent. It didn't prevent the accident. It would. It. It didn't stop from. It didn't stop anything from happening. But the recovery time was faster. You get it. Yeah, yeah. And you know. And you. You want to have that story to tell to motivate others. Um, and I enjoy when my sons I have a 27 year old, a 26 year old and a 16 year old. And no matter what they ask me to do, no matter what it is, I'm still in a position to be like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'll lead. Yeah. I'll lead yeah, as opposed yeah. to like, oh, dad, dad's injured. Dad hurts. I'm tired. My knees hurt. There's benefits to that. There's so yeah, many benefits to that. And that's one of the things when I watch you guys do your thing, I'm like, it doesn't even look like they're sweating. Look at them. Look, look at them go. <laughs> we definitely are. I can assure you. Heart rate's gone at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> and then there's your grandkids. The grandkids. I mean, 
oh, if, if we weren't fit, I mean, you know, when we the kids were little, with them. lifting yeah. them up, putting them on your yeah. shoulders, running with them, jumping, yeah. you know, rolling around the hill. But yeah. you, you couldn't do it. You couldn't mm. do it. We don't want to be the person that's the grandmother sat in the chair. I, like my kids, my grandkids never call me grandma. You know, I hate it. Because to me, a grandma is someone who's sitting in a chair, you know, doing the knitting kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm just not that person. Um, to them, I'm Izzy and I do everything that they want me to do because I'm fit and healthy and able to do that. Oh yeah, I'm 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 waiting on that. I am. I'm I, I can't wait. I can't wait to be a granddad. I have 40, I have 40. Three, I think forty-three or forty-four nieces and nephews. Oh um, wow! Yeah, yeah big, big. Yeah, we 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 have a really big family, a lot of love. Yeah. But I cannot wait to like go and snatch up my grandkid for a week or two, um, yeah. and just take them and just mold them and and do That's the right. things That's which right. I, yeah, yeah I, things I love thing. to do. I love yeah. to do. I I know you guys are in CrossFit, but talk about your other um physical endeavors. I know you guys talk about running. Um, what what do you guys enjoy? the most um uh, running for me and, and i suppose for elaine as well we we did in our early phase of um, fitness we did as elena said run between mm -hmm. the lampposts to try and get us motivated to move um faster and to be able to you know do what we're doing now mm -hmm. but that wasn't ever the plan it was just about getting ourselves motivated um mm -hmm. but then you, you do running you do the 10ks you do the 5ks elena did a half marathon which was amazing she went back to the uk and ran and did that Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was just too far. I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't, it just didn't work for me. But she went off and she did it and she achieved it. And that's, you know, it's a big milestone for her that mm. she was able to do that. Um, and then with injuries and, um, you know, the the pounding of the pavements didn't always um, end up being the best fit for us because you find you get injured with something that would stop you from doing what you wanted to do in, say, the CrossFit journey. And mm -hmm. so... Gradually over the time, we've tended to ease off the running and we tend to do a lot of walking, hiking, mm -hmm. you know, those types of things, as opposed to consistently doing running as part of that okay. journey. Yeah, yeah. It's, and particularly to you, Elaine, I was reading that you are, you are hiking on the Inca Trail, correct? Yeah. Uh, oh, my Machu Picchu? Yes, we both did that. That, that was that, one of our, what, that was our first ever Big challenge. Uh, big challenge and we oh we just absolutely loved it it was just absolutely amazing if you've not done it it's something they should put down as one of your um, goals to achieve because it is but from not not just a physical fitness it's mentally challenging as well it's just an amazing journey that you can take um any fitness level as long as you could you know move up move along the track okay and, and for those of us who don't know much like myself Talk about that outside of the impact of um, how uh, outside of the impact that it had on you. What specifically does that entail? Where is it located specifically? Um, elevations. It doesn't have to be anything that specific. But talk about that. Well, what, what does okay, that entail? So, so we we try to find out as much as we could about it because I'm very much uh, I need to know what to expect. I don't like mm -hmm. the unexpected. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a, a there's a part in the um, pass that you, you travel um, over three days, uh, four nights um, on the Inca Trail, which takes you to Machu Picchu. And it's a it's a high altitude trek, um, mm -hmm. lots of steps. Um, mm -hmm. And there's one particular pass. I think it's called Dead Widow's Pass, which is like horrendous. And I remember <laughs> the, the guy was with us. 
and he mm. was playing his flute, which was, I mean, we're in this beautiful location, mm -hmm. but there's no air, no oxygen to help you get up the steps. And Liz was literally going, okay, we'll just do one at a time. And that's what we did, one step at a time. And wow. as we approached the um, summit, all the rest of the team, uh, all the rest of the crew were there just shouting and cheering. And it was mm. just like, honestly, I, I can't believe that I did it. But mm -hmm. when you look back and you think, I did it. Right. And when we got back after, I mean, oh, and then that was like the hardest part. And then we were downhill, and then a little bit of uphill, then we got to Machu Picchu, which was just amazing. And we still had to like clamber over the top to, to reach it. Uh, it was just an amazing experience. It's a beautiful um, um, Inca civili old civilization temples mm -hmm. and, and uh, buildings, and it's perched like on the middle of a rock. It's just a beautiful setting and such a, an ending to uh, uh, a challenging walk. But I remember getting back um, about two weeks later, and I was doing a run in Sydney around the lake, and it was like, a little bit, uh, there were steps, um, mm -hmm. it was a bit hilly, and I was like, oh, I don't. and then I thought, of course I can do this, I just did the uh, Inca Trail, <laughs> and it's like, this this memory, like, mm -hmm. just interrupts into my head uh, frequently, and I feel like it was just, you know, a few years ago that we did it, but it's something that um, always comes back to me, anytime, you know, I've been doing competition with Masters mm -hmm. HQ in Australia, uh, and you think, nah, I can't. And then something flashes in your head. And it's like, yes, you can. It's like all the challenges we've done sort of mm. just push you, you know, because you know you did them. So, yeah. okay, I'll be able to do this. And then you do it. And there's another challenge that you've added to your repertoire. And it just helps you more and more. The more you do, the more you can do. I'm, I'm motivated. I am. I'm, I'm motivated. <laughs> oh, no, I, and, you know, I, I say that with a smile on my face but I'm motivated. You know, you need to be in circles with people who have the same kind of energy and they inspire you, whether you realize it or not, who are yeah, going where you want to go on a daily basis or not because you realize you really have no excuses. You guys currently live in Bali, but you grew up in the UK. How did that come about? For me, uh, it was um, a few years after Elena that I left the UK. Um, my husband was working in the Middle East and mm -hmm. um, we got to go to uh, Libya and work there together. Uh, he was working there and I travelled with him. Um, and then we went on to Bahrain. And then from there we migrated to Australia. So we had different journeys, but they were all away from our home base of living in the UK. Um, Elena was completely different in, in so much as the countries that she'd lived and worked in. We never actually lived in the same country apart from when we were in Australia, she was in Melbourne mm -hmm. and I was in Sydney. Um, but until we came to Bali, we'd never really been on the same, in the same um, country uh, for all those years from when we left the UK, which was more than 35 what? years yes. ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, and in fact, we, have... we, only, we, we just traveled back to the UK. Sorry, just to... I'm still not sure about that. Just a few uh, few weeks ago, we just got back from the UK, and that's my first time visiting my hometown after okay. all those years. And uh, sorry, I'm still not sure about that. Do you guys? I I know you don't miss the weather. What do you guys miss the most about about the UK? What do you guys miss the most? Miss the most? Um, I'd say anything. 
the green the greenery and the the parks and the outdoor space that uh, yeah. you know is a beautiful looking country but that's mm-hmm. it there's nothing else <laughs> That's on a a good day when the sun's shining and you've got a quid in your pocket, you can really enjoy the UK. But um, if the weather's not right or you've not got money, then it's a tough, tough, tough country to live in. We enjoyed it for the time that we were there, but uh, Uh yeah, we were glad to come home. I've been there several times. I have friends in Gloucestershire. um, Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and and, and a few other spots. Uh, Yeah, I I get it. I get, but yeah, the weather's the weather's not idea um, no. for fitness, and you know I have nothing bad to say about the country. Nothing bad to say. I, I still have mates there who have, uh, who you know I still call friends today. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we have yeah, family I, there I, as I, well. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So then that's why I asked, what do you miss the most about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for what you guys do and the examples that you set, would you say it's, would you say it's easy? It, it, it's easy to motivate the people who are close to you, or would you say you still find, no, no matter who they are, because you guys are seasoned once again, do you find people say, oh my God, look at auntie, auntie 64, aunties, if she can do it, I can do it. Or do you find that you still have the same resistance with people no matter what age you've been? Um, we, we've built up a, a credibility now. At first, people thought it was maybe a fluke or yeah you're not really doing that stuff uh, mm. and we we try to like there's nothing worse than someone who discovers a new hobby and then you know that's all we talk about and CrossFit has that reputation you know that you <laughs> one one focus and that's all it is so we try mm. not to do that but um a few years ago um probably I'd say uh, a third of our family like our family was spread around Australia Canada UK and and here Hmm. Um, and uh, we're not into fitness at all. And so hmm. we have this annual thing that we do in December, and it varies. But this one year, we decided to do a fitness challenge. And hmm. uh, everybody was partnered up with, if you were not fit, you went with someone who was a little bit fit. And hmm. you had six weeks to put your story together and, and do something. And from that, we went to like over half the family engaging in fitness of some sort something that they liked something they wanted to do and that to me was like one of the the highlights in in our family uh, because getting the younger ones on a roll to fitness that we had not been on is 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 the best best thing that could ever ever happen so uh, that that's that's a really good good outcome that that I think we've done and I think that pinpoints the fact that if you're not doing something that you enjoy then you go mm-hmm. and stick with it. That's a great story. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. Oh, well, what's next? What's next? Well, what, what's the big one when you look at that and you'd be like, okay, that's that's going to stretch us. That's going to challenge us. Can you can raise, uh, raise money for charity? Um, but unfortunately, we only completed half of it uh, because the okay. winds got up, the weather was against us, and I got seasick. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we, we never, we never, we never kayaked before, so that that was one mm-hmm. thing. And two, the distance mm-hmm. was a lot further than we expected. Um, so that's because because we, we sort of think we fa- we, we we didn't fail because we raised a lot of money for charity for for the race, mm-hmm. but we felt we failed uh, physically. So we probably will try and do that again. Um, next year 
So we're going to start learning to roll a little bit better and um, so that we Hello. can. Where, where is that located? Um, the roll takes place between uh, uh, Sanur and Nusa Dua in Bali. Oh, wow. Okay, high high waves, a lot, a lot of resistance with the waves. Uh, it it yes. shouldn't be. <laughs> but it was. We were expected to go out, and it was going to be a calm day, and the waves would be in our favour. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the complete opposite was the truth, and we mm -hmm. had high waves, and the current was against us. And mm -hmm. inexperienced, we just had to plow <laughs> through the best way we could. And I was yeah. in front, leading the the charge. But Elena, unfortunately, was in the back, uh, not feeling the best. And so it made it a very difficult uh, journey. I was yeah. trying to keep my eye on the, you know, on the, I suppose, the headline and aim for that. Um, at the same time, you know, turning around, seeing Elena, you know, hanging over the side of the kayak, but also telling us that the kayak was filling with water. And oh. all I could tell her to do was empty the kayak and keep talking to me so that I knew she was still on, on the back. So it was a quite a challenging um, race. But, you know, to do something like that, it sets your mind to um, mark. It gives you markers as to where you need to head and what you need to do to achieve it. And that's something that we'll never, ever forget. And whatever we do next in relation to that can only improve. So, you know. And, and like Elena said, the best thing was we raised over 3,000 US dollars for this fabulous course that's here in Bali. Mm. And it's, you know, it's given um, all young girls an opportunity to better their lives and to do better things. So, you know, regardless of how we s survived or not the role, <laughs> we um, achieved what we set out to do. Yeah. 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 Kayaking is a really good, it, it can be a really good workout. Um, it can be a fun activity. Uh, I, I have a really quick story. I was uh, in Mexico and people were kayaking. I'm looking at them kayaking, but I'm like, I'm like looking at the water off to my left and in the distance. I'm like, why is no one kayaking in this area? I'm like, I want to go to this area. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. You can't go over there. I'm like, okay. I got my kayak and this is my, my ex-wife and I, my oldest son's mom. I got my kayak and where did I go? I went to the area in which I wanted to go. And the thing was, the thing was, the way the waves were going, you could not go forward. You could only go, you could only go right and left. So once, once you hit a certain area, you were just treading water. And I mean, and I was in really good shape back then. You could not go right or left. And I was caught. Nobody could hear me. I've got my hand up asking for help. Embarrassment. Embarrassment doesn't may even matter at this point. So I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get help because I'm exhausted. And when you said water was filling the boat, the closer it, it shook us to the rocks, the more water came inside, which made it, which made it heavier. And I'm trying to go. And I'm, I'm mad at her because she's not helping. She's saying she's tired. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, I needed to tell that story because I'm still upset about it. But yeah, <laughs> but back to my original point: kayaking can be an amazing activity yes. if 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 all if all things work together at the right time. That's right. <laughs> let, let, let's let's talk about um, what you guys have going on lifestyle outside. How do you balance what you? I'm not sure if you're retired or if you're still in the same industries you were in uh, previously. How do you balance your 
um, your passion for fitness um, with with your daily lives? Um, we don't. Well, we both don't work um, per se. Mm -hmm. um, we we help people out doing things, but we don't actually work. Uh, you know, go out on a daily basis. So mm -hmm. basically, we're just so blessed that we can do fitness all day long if we want. Yeah, I like to around fitness. I suppose. <laughs> you know, we get up in the morning, and it's what time we're going to start. We have a gym mm -hmm. we've built up on the roof of our villa, and mm -hmm. basically, it's just when we're both ready we go up there we do what we need to do shall we go for a walk shall we go for a swim shall we go to a beach walk shall we go to the rice fields you know it's all the decisions that we have to make and that's probably for me that's the most <laughs> much responsibility that I have in uh, you know setting the goal for the day in relation to our fitness and our life and then after that um it's about um Elena does a little bit of work or we maybe go for a massage in the afternoons or it's just whatever we, we want it to be, really. Uh, and then for weekends, um, I always like to do something different, make it, make it different, special. So I've usually figured out, you know, what's the place? Should we go for a, a hike there? Should we go mm -hmm. and get something new uh, in Bali? Because it's still, I mean, we've lived here for over, what, 13 years, and we still don't know everything in Bali. We've not been everywhere. There's always something to do. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's we tend to do at the weekends but the fact is we, we try and do something that's um fitness involved but it's not really um a, a challenge or too puts too much pressure on us i just like to be able wow. to do get get out and about wow and, and, and wow. my, husband, I guess, my husband is not into fitness but slowly <laughs> frank will only do something he wants to do when he wants to do it you know no mm. one's going to do it yeah yeah. Um, yeah we slowly incorporate activities <laughs> that, um, require some form of fitness mm -hmm. and he knows now um you know we, we found a new paddle court uh opened up uh close by and we'd never played paddle before mm -hmm. so it's like oh we'll do this one activity and then we'll go for dinner and we, we <laughs> focus on the dinner to, you know, we, we just do things like that. But, uh, yeah, we just try and have fun at the weekends. Uh, and there's lots of new uh, CrossFit boxes that have opened up. So we try and um, go out and find a new one, you know, just to see what it's like at the, their community. And so, yeah. Yeah, I, I talk about the benefits of uh, have, having somebody you can do things with that you actually enjoy where it doesn't seem like work. And it doesn't have to be anything monetarily. Uh, but talking to you guys how, how how would you what advice would you give someone who's looking to start a fitness journey or just get stronger and they don't have the support systems that you have what what advice would you give to them outside of just telling them start where they are which is what what we talked about earlier what advice would you give them definitely to, to find something that they really enjoy or just whatever they choose to do enjoyable by, you know, listening to music or listening to podcasts or whatever it might be that it doesn't feel like a chore. Because if they're not enjoying what they're doing, then they're more likely to up much sooner than they would. So just, I just think that's most important really. Is to, it's got to be an activity that you enjoy doing that's going to help you with your health benefits. And, yeah. and I'd, say, I'd say one thing that... Um, you shouldn't ever feel as scared because everybody 
if you were, you know, you think you're going to start a class in the gym, everybody mm. in the gym has all gone through the same as you are feeling on that day when you take the first step into the gym. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, don't feel scared. Find something you think you might enjoy and just go and give it a go because we've all been in the same boat and it's just making that first step yeah. um, that will have such a big impact on you when you find the thing that you really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I did a competition about three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever done a CrossFit competition mm-hmm. and Liz wasn't around because she's already got plans to travel overseas. And it was probably, to me, one of the most daunting things I've ever done. But everyone helped, everyone there was so friendly, helpful. And they offered all sorts of tips, advice. It was just a wonderful um, uh, community. So Mm. I I sort of find in the uh, fitness places that we've gone to, there's always people like that. They're Mm -hmm. always to help you. Uh, people don't want to put you down. People want to help. So yeah. just, just go and, and, you know, just give it a try and, and not be scared about it because you usually find that they're going to be a benefit to you and help you um, yeah. rather than be against you. True. Uh, thank you guys so much for doing this. So, so much. Before I let you go, and, I, you know, I, before I let you go, I want to direct people where they can find you for, if nothing else, just visual motivation. Um, I, I was I was showing video of you guys a little while ago. I was like, look at, look at her go. Like, look at her. <laughs> where, where can they find you if they want to find you? Uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, GG Sisters. Oh, sorry. And- G-S underscore S-I-S-T-A-S. And I, I, you know, you guys know me, I would not direct you to them if they were doing something that I did not believe in. These two right here, you guys can follow. Um, I, I, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. And I, I thank you guys for being transparent. Number one, I thank you guys for being available because you guys are, I want to say 13 or 15 hours ahead of me right now. Something, yeah. something like, yeah, something like that. So I, I think, and it is morning time there, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's morning time. It's like almost it's almost eight o'clock here in the evening in Los Angeles. So thank you guys for doing this with me. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. It was so yeah, it was so, so, surprise. so nice. So nice that you wanted yeah. to listen to us. We just feel we're doing uh, you know what? I'm I'm a firm believer that certain people and not, not trying to pump you up, but certain people aren't aware of the effect that they have on others. You get it? Because we have this stigma, number one, especially in the fitness business, because I've known it forever. When you reach a certain age, but when you reach a certain portion of your life, you should look a certain way or you should only be doing certain things. You get it? Yeah. And you guys are breaking those barriers and those stereotypes. And I, like I said, I applaud you. I really do. Um, and I'm going to continue to direct people to you, which I do all the time. Um, just based on like, look, you have no excuses. Look at that. You have, <laughs> you have no excuses. So thank you guys for what you do on a daily basis. Oh, thank you, Sean. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been great. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I hope, hope to see you guys doing something, um, something challenging. That, that, that I probably could not do. Because if there was a push-up contest between you guys and someone else, my money's on you. <laughs> cool. Why not? <laughs>
Take care, ladies. Okay, continue to love each other. Continue to work out. Continue to be great. We will. Thank you. You're welcome. I will talk to you guys soon. Okay. All right, thanks, you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye, ladies. Me and the Crew, the 1523 podcast, is a Leverett Gang original, presented and produced by Sean E. Leverett. Caleb Emanuel, Noah Clarence, and Urania Celeste are Leverett Gang producers. Please listen, like, follow, or subscribe on your preferred platform to receive our content first.